so the the air conditioner is down the fans are off mm-hmm. we're getting clean audio but it is increase it is becoming a sauna quickly clean audio until another train goes by my apartment <laughs> that hasn't been the hardest thing to to get past oh that's good it's very infuriating when it happens on my end i just <laughs> i do just stop talking though yeah you just seethe in the background mm-hmm. as i try to like vamp until it goes away yep <laughs> but that's all right that's all right we got motorcycles on my end like so right it's now right. it's happening right now oh is it mm-hmm. oh i can't tell oh so it's go it's a... going north that's why it's further away <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, welcome to Film Schooled. We're gonna get right into it today. Um, I'm your host Tyler Robertson. Uh, with me is my co-host Courtney Hall. And today, hi. hi. How are you? It did look like you were trying to remember my name. Um. Oh yeah. Um. I uh. uh <laughs> Courtney Hall. And today we have a special guest, Chase Brown. How are you? Oh, that's um. <laughs> It's very nice of you guys to give me a, a very organic applause that you guys did. That's nice. Wait, and people can't see, but we're both standing. You're getting a standing ovation. <laughs> yes. It's very nice. Hello. It's nice, to, it's nice to join you guys. Yeah. Not as much, uh, not as much banter in the, in the opening as, as usual. You guys usually will go on <laughs> a lot longer, at least the episodes I've listened to. About, yeah, we, uh, we tend to You did talk, talk about trains, so you covered trains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's there might be a siren popping up and and you know any any now, but you know yeah. it's it's good to be here. I'm excited to uh, join the fun. Yeah, yeah, and you're from the Cheap Seats Network, uh, the Cheap Seats podcast, uh, court, which Courtney has been on a few times now, uh, doing the trivia nights. She has. Uh, it's I didn't I I'm not, I wasn't sure if Courtney and I were going to speak again uh, because <laughs> of the the most recent snafu and and. Movie trivia. I have been a loser on your podcast, what, like five times? <laughs> Something like that. But a lot of them were not like Courtney's fault. A lot of them were like technical things on our end that we don't have to get into. Uh, but uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to Courtney for being a, a good sport and coming to hang out with us. Uh, Tyler, we'd love to have you sometime. We do things like trivia nights and, and other things. We do reviews and, and things of the sort. So it's a lot of fun. We have a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so before we get into it, we, we, we want to get, just, you know, get, get the ball rolling. Courtney, any cat updates? Any, any I cats? I haven't seen the cat. I haven't seen the even fucking cat your, since I moved. I have walked in, down the even street. Even in your back and forth. Nope, I haven't seen it. Oh God, what a night. Maybe That's... I imagined it. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> he was never there. Oh, that's terrifying. I haven't seen the cat. I followed, um, two ducks down the street. A few I days saw that. ago, I witnessed for that. like three blocks. I don't know where they came from. It was very confusing. They were just on the sidewalk. Were they sizable? What are the What are the duck sizes looking like? They looked like in adults. Area? They looked. They like looked. <laughs> they were. I don't think they were. They weren't ducklings. Adult ducks or adult, adult humans? Ooh, that's an excellent question. Adult ducks. Okay, great. But I was just walking around, like, not that close to the lake. Sure. Which yeah. is where I would assume they came from. But yeah. they were just walking on the sidewalk. They had places to be. Like, they had meetings to get to. I was like, this might as well happen. I just followed them. <laughs> Where'd they lead you? Did they, Was it some shack on the side of town or was it like a well, as you, you know, <laughs> sanctum sanctorum 
Doctor Strange hanging out? I was just following them for a while, being like, this is weird. There's ducks. I guess I'll just like <laughs> watch them. I don't know. It was a very boring life. But I um, eventually, uh, as you know, Tyler, I walk pretty fast. So eventually I yeah. was like, I got to I got to keep going. Yeah, yeah, they're slowing you down at this point. Yeah, they're slowing me down. You have meetings and Sanctum Sanctorums to get to. Oh my god, I have so many business meetings. Yeah. All day. Business, business, girl boss. business, girl boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize, the ducks were, they were keeping me. Yeah, I was like, oh god, <laughs> animals, nature. Like, <laughs> so annoying. But can't live them, can't live without them. I hope they didn't get hit by a car. I was worried about that. They were heading towards a big street. Oof. And I yeah. said, well, this, they, this could be dicey. I better just keep walking. Yeah, from the Snapchat, it looked like they were hugging the hugging the street side of uh-huh. the sidewalk, which was not, which was concerning to me. I, I tried to tell them it was a bad idea, but they didn't listen. Stuck to it. That's all right. That's all right. I'm sure that, they know what they're doing. They're, yeah, they're fucking ducks. They were raised in Chicago. They, they know they're where they're Chicago at. Ducks. They know what they're doing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There was, there was an alligator in Chicago um, like two years ago. In like a what? in like a lake, like in the, like a small lake, not like Lake Michigan, but like a small lake. Um, okay. In Humble Park, and everyone got real excited because they thought it was really funny that there was like an alligator there, and it ended up it was someone's pet that they just were like, "Oh, it's too big," so they just like let it let's loose. Let's let this go. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if that's what the ducks were. Like I don't know. Like I have not seen ducks here before. Hmm. So. Maybe wasn't that a thing on Friends? They had ducks. Something. There was also a monkey. So I've Ugh. never seen a friend. I've never seen a friend. Oh, Friends! friends. It's, you have to watch it. It's so funny. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> People really I've like heard it. That, I've heard that exact sentiment. It's and really, I'm sure it is. It's really funny. They they tell a lot of jokes. Yeah. Um, and they're doing a reunion. I, I have seen that they are doing uh, a reunion. Good for all of them. They for, need um, the work. Yeah, good for good for. All, I was gonna say, yeah, good, <laughs> good for all of them for for coming together because it's not like uh, they're not they're not still making money from that show or anything like that. Right. So. No. I mean, no, finally, no, no. someone's giving Jen Anderson a break. Right. She yeah. she needed this. She needs it. She needs the money <laughs> after her, after yeah. her uh, drought. <laughs> yeah, her drought. <laughs> after her drought with like cake. <laughs> yeah. Cake was good. Oh, yeah. Cake was, was good. Was it? Yeah, cake was fine. Cake was cake really was good. Smart. I was like, was... the first time I was like, oh, she can be a serious actress. <laughs> yeah. That was the first moment you thought, you know, she might be cut out for this. Yeah, she could probably, uh, she could probably figure this out. She could do this, yeah. <laughs> As a, like a career. As a career. <laughs> <laughs> they all look old. And that they, makes me And that's because they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It might also be... The cocaine, but um, but yeah, yeah. Joey's got great this podcast. Just a good bet. <laughs> that is, we don't not word. talk about it. We don't not talk about it on the podcast. I should that say does, that does come up quite a, quite a bit, doesn't it? What does cocaine? Cocaine? Oh, sure. Cocaine. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, but anyway, this week on Film Schooled, we watched a Bronx Tale, and Chase, you you brought this movie to us. We, when we have guests on, we like to have them bring a movie. Your list, though, of options was pretty great. Yeah, I like that list. I didn't want to. I didn't want to limit you guys. <laughs> I have like you know. I can. We can like tear it up if we need to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that uh, I've just I've watched so many movies for such a long time. Uh, I just from a very young age, I just uh, would hit up the double features at 
uh, the movie theater pretty much every weekend and just see whatever was out. Uh, like we're going from, uh, we could see whatever, like, uh, Malibu's most wanted to holes or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's oh just like, uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it, uh, uh, white chicks to Spider-Man two, uh, just like hitting those things <laughs> up at the same time. And it just kind of being like, uh, wow, this is cool. So, uh, I've seen a lot of, lot of, lot of things and yeah, that's what that list was for. So, but I'm, I'm glad you guys did choose Bronx sale. This is, uh, this is definitely one of my favorites. We were yeah. very close to, well, I was very close to choosing Spy Kids. Oh, man. Yeah. So I mean, so was I. But Enticing, we, did, huh? we did Paddington yeah. last week, and we're like, this isn't a kid's movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, so do you think, okay, do, doing the double features all the time and just, you know, seeing movies throughout your life, has it made you like, like you don't have, because sometimes people are in the mood for mm-hmm. different things, and I don't feel like I ever really have that like i'm never in the mood for something like you can put anything on and i'll be like oh this is interesting right. whether it's comedy or drama or horror or whatever do you how do you feel when like people bring up a movie are you like anything or do you do you kind of get in those movies? it depends i think i think generally speaking like in the in the setting that you're speaking of like if i'm with someone i can pretty much watch and get into anything i will yeah. have those times when i'm like by myself where i'm like I can't like. I would love. I like. I could. I could watch a comedy right now, but like a spy thriller would like really turn me up right now for some reason. Yeah. Um. So I, ha- I definitely have those moments, but I'm really. I'm really open to everything. I love pretty much um, a handful of movies in every genre. I would say so. Right. I'm open to pretty much whatever. Well, the At list you sent us was like had had both Spy Kids <laughs> and Doubt on it. Which yeah. is like that's what I'm saying. Like the I love yeah. spectrum. Like Robert Rodriguez <laughs> is probably like Robert Rodriguez is uh, who I would go back and say like he's probably one of my favorite directors. Um, not only just his movies, but kind of just his his sensibility as a director, what he'll do. Like he uh, he could like he directed uh, an episode of The Mandalorian this past uh, year. Yeah. So like he could go on to do the big budgeted blockbuster stuff, but he could also make a movie like Spy Kids or like The Faculty or Shark Boy and Marvel Girl, like, or Ooh, Desperado and shit like that. Yeah, so it's just like, he has this great sensibility to where he's like, yeah, I could do that stuff, but I'm gonna make these movies that my kids like are gonna wanna watch and stuff like that. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman is my favorite actor. So if you wanna like, go if you want like want to go watch this like philip seymour hoffman like i was like my list was almost um the master doubt synecdoche new york and i was like no let me let's let's figure this out a little bit but uh i just i love watching him and there are so many scenes in that movie and so many performances like you talk about like viola davis like at like a you know her beginning almost like going toe to toe with Meryl Streep like that shit's crazy to me so yeah I mean I'll, I'll turn yeah. up on anything anything can really take me there that's awesome heck yeah but in the end we decided on a Bronx Tale so I guess we can get into like our histories with it I have yeah. never seen it Courtney had never seen it okay. but you said you you watched the musical adaptation I sure did and. <laughs> Uh, it's bad, and um, okay. <laughs> I saw, okay. I I saw the musical of a Bronx Tale, knowing nothing about it, and it was wild. It was like mm-hmm. the tone was so insane, and so it was so hard to feel comfortable because 
they did this like huge like big broadway opening number of like we all live on this block and we're all so happy and then someone gets shot right at the end of it like in the middle of the note like they hadn't even finished the final note and everyone like screamed in the theater because it was so jarring (laughs) and then (laughs) and then um the like ending which i was like waiting like in this movie for this to happen but at the end like when there's the fight between the dad and and the son um the mom is like hey you can't be mean to your father even though he's a bus driver because he wanted to play the saxophone and he had a dream (laughs) and then he comes the the dad comes out in like uh smoke uh and fog on scaffolding and plays the saxophone and it is legitimately the closest I've ever come to, like, heckling. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe how bad it was. And then I got I mean, what's really bad is I got the tickets for, like, free. And then the whole time was, like, super, like, bitching about it, which is just a, which is just a bad look. But um, happy to say this movie is so much better than the musical. Yeah. Where did you where did you see the musical? I saw it in Chicago. I saw okay. it like like last year or two years ago. I saw it last. Oh, okay. I saw it in uh, November of 2019 in Pittsburgh. Okay, that's and, probably around the time I saw it too. Yeah, and it was like it was definitely like when you love the movie, like when you love when you love this movie for like ten plus years, and then like you go to see that musical, and then like and then they then they they had like a light skinned Jane too, so it was just like I think you guys kind of missed the. You guys didn't really do the thing that the movie was, yeah. but then it was, yeah, it was just like a I'm so really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's they just have like a, the little ooh. kid version of, of C yeah. does like a tap dance with like sure baseballs. he does. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Entirely, entirely. And then they don't bring up Jane until like halfway through the second act, and then they're like, "And by right. the way, racism." And you're like, "Wait a minute!" And I had never seen whoa. the movie, and was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, what we? is happening? It's like, is this is this today? <laughs> yeah. I was like, did I black out for half right. of this? It was yeah. wild. So anyway, go see a Bronx Tale the musical. Which was the official promo. (laughs) Official promo. It was co-directed by Robert De Niro and. um, It was, yeah. I I think. I think in the original, I don't. Yeah, I think in the the Broadway version. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. Uh huh. That's. But uh, I. I. I I didn't. I didn't know you had seen the uh, uh, musical version. That's very funny. That's my only. Was my only experience before (laughs) today. And you know, I just think. Robert De Niro is real old now. Sure. And we can't we we can't sure. fault him for, for for a lot of stuff. That's he did a good one. He did good with this one. Yeah, directorial yeah. debut. Yeah, back in uh, 1993, this one came out in October, mm-hmm. October 1st, 1993. Um, None of us were born. Nope. I think did not yeah. exist. Did yeah. not exist. But the logline reads, a father becomes worried when a local gangster befriends his son in the Bronx in the 1960s. Mm. That's very uh, general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like that could describe more than this movie. More yeah, other, more Definitely weird. more crime dramas that were yeah. made probably the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, budget, $22 million. Worldwide box office, $17 million. So this movie's like great. like really well reviewed, but d- didn't seem to uh, do that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Maybe 
racism. <laughs> that, that is that was, that was the driving <laughs> nature. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird how um, I guess just the circumstances around this movie because uh, I don't think this was Tribeca's first movie. The company oh, at the festival. Okay. I don't think this was their first. This was Savory's first movie, uh, but I think this was like very early for Tribeca. So they really went like um, to Rob De Niro on 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 this thing. I know premiered at TIFF before it uh, came out in movie theaters. Um, so yeah, but it, it had a really quiet uh, box office for whatever reason. Um, yeah. But I, I I wonder. I know I'm I'm I can I'm trying to think of some of the movies. That came out this year, like, because I know like um, uh, Schindler's List. I guess like like uh, was the big movie this that year. But um, yeah, I have all the I I wrote oh, down you? all the um, best picture noms this year because this okay. one this didn't get a nom like a Oscar nomination, but the best picture nominations were Schindler's List, which won, um, The Fugitive, yeah. In the Name of the Father, The Piano, and The Remains of the Day. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Those so, are big movies of. I, I so yeah, I'm curious as to why. Maybe even especially it coming out later in the year, um, but yeah, not not a huge box office. Not what you would expect uh, uh, during this time, I guess, for like a, a De Niro movie. Right. Um, runtime was two hours one minute. Courtney, I felt fine about it. I didn't think it was that <laughs> long actually. Also, yeah. it was like. Um, it was like an hour fifty three because like the two hours and one minute includes oh. the um, credits, which I didn't watch. Do you have a sweet sure. spot for um, like what? How long you like your movies? <laughs> I what I, I do. Like, uh, yeah, I think like an hour fifty. When it gets above two hours, I start to get really um, angry. Sure, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I like an hour forty two. That's 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 what I like. I like an hour forty two. Yeah, I think an hour forty five to an hour fifty is right. Like Yeah. 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 About yeah. yeah. About like a hundred page screenplay mm-hmm. would be ideal. Yeah, I'm with you. What'd you think of what'd you think of the Irishman? <laughs> um I definitely I I think that I liked that movie, but I I did also watch it in five sittings, so I can't oh, okay. really. You like, made it into a mini. I made it into a mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it escape from Danamora, and I just I <laughs> blew through that shit. Um, but it wasn't like uh, I didn't. I don't know how I would like it if I had to watch it at at once. Um, but I definitely, I definitely enjoyed watching it, um, in pieces. I watched it all at once, mm. um, with my parents mm. and I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel you. <laughs> I think I, I, I kept saying like, when is this going to be over? Sure. Nothing's happening. Yeah. It's a lot of tracking <laughs> shots. We could get to the point. <laughs> Or anyway. are these from A to B? Oh, very old. Yeah, I was like, oh, my, they're so old. <laughs> well, and it was funny, them, like, the CG was pretty good, but they still moved like they were 70. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're going to look younger but stomping out like somebody, and, like, you're going to look like you're an 80-year-old man. Even just, like, yeah. getting up from a chair, like, it took so long. 
And then there were so many shots of us just following a car. I was like, I have the like mental capacity to understand that if they get in the car here and get out there, they've traveled. Like, right. I don't need to watch <laughs> it in real time. Jump cut. Jump, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they. I forget where they talked about it, but some some article I read or some video I watched was talking about how like they. They were they tried to make like Robert De Niro like they actively were like trying to make them move like like we're gonna do that shot again because you kind of like yeah <laughs> arch yeah, your back yeah, in it yeah. you looked like an old man when you jumped down that curb. Um, There's an interview with like them and Pacino and um, like Martin Scorsese and Martin Scorsese does seem like still intimidated by them. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, sure I tried not. to give him a note, but I like, I, I don't know. I, what do I? What do I have to say? And I was like, you're <laughs> little old me, <laughs> little old me. And it's like you have a, you're a very famous. <laughs> you are Martin Scorsese. <laughs> you are literally Martin Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like most gangster movies, this was rated R, um, for good reason. But not that, not that violent. I didn't think. No, not that violent. A lot, just a lot of swearing. So a lot Language, of, a lot of fucks. Yeah, a lot of swearing. A lot of fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. modifier. Yeah, I want to. I kind of want skipping to the end. Spoilers, but uh, I wanted to know how they did the the kids on fire scene. That, I watched that scene three times because I was like, that is so. It was so interestingly shot. It was impressive. Yeah, because like the the Mario kid, his hat looked on fire, yeah, and all the fire looked very real. Fire, and I was like. It, it like, do the this? first time I watched it, it like really made me feel uncomfortable. I was like, oh, those kids are burning. Um, <laughs> and then I went back and rewatched it and was like, that was nuts. Yeah. That yeah, whole that's... end scene, like that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worked really well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Robert De Niro, who wrote and directed this. That's a lie. Uh... I didn't fix this. <laughs> Robert De Niro just directed it. Oh. Okay. And Chaz Palmentari. Palmentari. Palm- Ooh, yeah. You do it. You try. Palmentary. 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 Um, some people wrote pronounce it. a T, some people don't. Oh. Yeah. How would, you, how would you pronounce it, Chase? Uh, I usually say Chaz Palmentary. Palmentary. You're, okay. you're the expert. And uh, he it's based off a play that he wrote, a one-man mm. play that is loosely based off his real life. So in real life, he was uh, C. Yeah, his his name oh, is wow. actually uh, Colosio. Like, oh, uh, that's Ch- cool. Chaz Palmineri's name is Col- Colosio Lorenzo um, Palmineri. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So okay, Courtney. Yeah. I didn't know this was originally a stage play. Yeah. So, that's good. Like it didn't pull a Ma Rainey's. <laughs> no. Oh my like, god, they... <laughs> I'm still pissed about Ma Rainey. No, it didn't. It was. Yeah, because it was like a movie. <laughs> Yeah, they really movieified it. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was that's like, interesting. I think, and again, I think that's the problem with the musical that it was like they're making a musical <laughs> of a movie that was of a play. What's a, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just wild. But <laughs> yeah, I think the only really like play thing is the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't even think of that as a play thing. Well, mostly because I didn't know, but it's like it feels super common to have a voiceover in gangster movies. Mm-hmm. Like Goodfellas has one. Yeah, that's the only example I'm going to bring up. You only, but, um... you only need one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, that's funny that I couldn't even I couldn't even tell really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he um, so like 
I, 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 for the longest time assumed that, uh, that Chaz was like a famous actor before a Bronx tale. And then like, he, like he did the stage play as he was, but he was like, that was like his beginning pretty much. And I guess De Niro went and saw it and, um, he had like tried to sell it because it's a good, it's a, it's a great script. So he tried to sell it, but, um, like nobody wanted him to be in it. And they wanted to make these like changes to it, but after De Niro mm. saw the stage play, he was like, "Okay." Um, he, they, I think they pretty much like every like they say in interviews and it like reads everywhere that they made like a gentleman's agreement. And after making a gentleman's <laughs> agreement, they were like, "I'll direct the thing and I'll help you like write it and we'll tweak it a little bit to make it like a movie and not a stage show. And then you can be Sunny and you can like have the writing credits and like be a part of everything else." So. Uh, it's yeah, really weird how it came to, to fruition, but um, really yeah. great at the same time. That's awesome. I, gentleman's agreement sounds so like yeah. Italian gangster. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it worked out because uh, they've got a Rotten Tomato score of ninety-seven, which Courtney notes is the same as Paddington One. Oh, mm-hmm. how about that? Nice. <laughs> which we did last week. Which we did but, last week. Um, so she didn't have to change I it. I didn't have that. to change That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it stars one Robert De Niro as the father Lorenzo, who I thought going into this, because I, I didn't read much into it, I just kind of started, you know, press play. Um, I thought Lorenzo was going to be the main character, mm. but then as the voiceover kept going, I was like, oh no, this is the kid. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then Chaz Palminari himself plays Sonny, which is also very cool. Mm-hmm. And boy, he's just, he's scary. Oh, well, I thought he was great, though, because I didn't, like, yeah. by the end, I was like, oh, I like Sonny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't feel like a <laughs> villain one... at all, really. Yeah. yeah. At, I mean, he at kills one point, people, I was but... like, when he was like, you know, because uh, C is like, you know, can I can I date a black girl? Is that okay? And <laughs> And Sonny's like, you know, who it doesn't matter as long as you you know feel the same way about each other or whatever he says mm. and i'm like whoa woke gangster <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> damn all right <laughs> and then uh, his dad's the one being you know yeah it's so and i i know what you mean by just cuz 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 he's got these like um there's a there's a there's a clip where in the movie where um de niro's driving it's after the um after the um, he doesn't rat or whatever and De Niro's right. driving, and Sonny's playing stickball. And, uh, you know, De Niro's driving, and then it, like, cuts to, like, a picture of Sonny. He's, like, kind of looking, and then it cuts back to De Niro. And then he's just looking at him, uh, smiling, pulmonary is. And he's got these, like, deep eyes and this, like, big, stocky presence. And it's, like, yeah. the whole thing. He looks, yeah, he looks he looks sick. He looks like a, like a sick gangster. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lilo Brancato plays C at age 17, so the teenage version. And who looked like a young like he he looked like he could have been Robert De Niro's son. Mm. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, wild, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh Francis Capra meaning Frank Capra? I, no. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. I don't think any yeah, relation, think so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um played C at age 9 and boy did the casting department do a really good job with those two cuz they looked adorable. All three of them. Well, like... adorable. But then the transition mm-hmm. was yeah. seamless. Like I was like, okay, that's C. Like when he was seventeen now, yeah. like at the horse race. 
Mm-hmm. It was, they looked so similar. It was awesome. Yeah, and I thought he was a really good kid actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, Especially playing compared... with the, like, Italian mannerisms. Yeah. Yes, he was really, like, and especially, again, compared to Paddington, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is the metric I will use to judge this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Catherine Narducci plays Rosina, who I think, is that the mom? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who apparently she brought in her son to play uh, C, and then yeah. they were like, no. And they're like, but we're casting the mom. And she was like, I'll audition. And then she got the part. Mm. Oh, all right. Her son's probably still like in therapy about it. <laughs> right. yeah, I would exactly. be. I'd be, oh, I'd be exactly. pissed forever. <laughs> but I mean, she, <laughs> went on, she went on to, I mean, she was in The Irishman. Uh, she was of in course. like. She was like a main. She was like a reoccurring character, main character on like the later seasons of The Sopranos. Like. This movie, mm. not only for her, but for so many people, including like Lilo, like I'm pretty sure they found him on like Jones Beach, and like they were like, like, like doing Robert De Niro impressions. They're like, "Hey, kid, you got it!" Like stuff like that. Like a lot of the people you'll see if like you go on the cast list, like this was either their first movie or they just never act- they just weren't actors. They're were just yeah the perfect fit kind of I guess is what they were they were going for here rather than like. Um, these these known well known trained actors I guess and it, it worked out really well yeah I think it yeah, works too awesome. it like makes it feel really like authentic mm-hmm. like I didn't yeah. feel like anyone was like putting on like a front or a weird like sure Italian yeah and I feel like a lot of them didn't and this sounds mean but they didn't look like actors sure yeah like they didn't they didn't have like the Hollywood prettiness to them mm-hmm. they just kind of looked like people which beautiful yeah. they're all beautiful people but like <laughs> But they look like you would walk down the street and see these people hanging outside of a bodega or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, And I skipped Terrell Hicks, who plays Jane. Mm -hmm. Um, She was great. She was hilarious. (laughs) Like when she's like negging him, essentially. It was very funny. Um, Clem Cas... Someone just honked their horn. (laughs) Clem Caserta plays Jimmy Whispers, which... Which I left this in here because I think Jimmy Whispers is a really funny name. <laughs> I know they're... it's a, I know it's a nickname, but it's like Jimmy Whispers, like yeah, it's like yeah. a like a lingerie model or something. Yeah. Well, they all had ridiculous nicknames, yeah. and w- most of them were really mean. Yeah. yeah. Frankie Coffee Cake. <laughs> yeah, uh, because the meanest. God damn. So mean. Again, I almost um, knocked it, over my coffee, and again, <laughs> the podcast would podcast. have been over forever. Yeah, right. Um, Alfred Saucelli Jr. Saucelli, you just put these on here to make me mess. Kind of. I was like, I'm gonna make Tyler read all these. <laughs> Plays Bobby Bars. Um, who? Which one is he? Which know. one's Bobby Bars? You know what, Frank? <laughs> you really did, because this next. <laughs> these Frank... are just hard names that I wanted you to read. Uh, Do it. Frank Petrangolaire. Petrangolaire? Plays Danny Teo. Danny Knockout. That's cool. And then one Joe Pesci plays Carmine at the end. Okay. We don't we don't see him for the rest of the movie, do we? Did I miss that? Is that who that is? Okay, so he's the guy at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the guy with the scar on his head he who got also, hit with the baseball bat. He's also bat. in the scene. Like, they do. Okay, okay. that's they, him. He is in the actual scene, too, that way, in which he it just, happens. <laughs> they they, they just go don't to know, him very like, quick. His arms, you know, like, y'all be sure you're not paying attention because you're not expecting to, 
you know, be looking at you're not, you're not expecting to see the wet <laughs> yeah, bandit. You're not, you're not expecting to see half of the wet bandits. You're not, or <laughs> sticky bandits, depending on what what era you you, you vibe right. with. But uh, you right. know, you're not expecting to see it. Is is the is yeah. the point of the end? What are like like a like a nice um job this must have been for Joe Pesci. I'm sure he was only there for like one or two days tops. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, this is pretty great for Got him. Got to hang out with his boys. I mean, it's not like he's yeah. like strangers to these guys. No, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they just called him and were like, are you free? Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you your own trailer. Right. Um, do you guys know Joe Pesci has like a jazz album? Yeah, he has a hip hop album. Too. He has hip hop albums um, too. <laughs> that is brand new um, information. I only know yeah. about the jazz one. There's a song called uh, Wise Guy. Uh, by Pesci, that's very good. That I recommend you both listen to. Uh, and I, oh, it'll man. play us out at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I just love Joe well, Pesci being a, you know, a little songbird at heart, yeah, a little musician, right. a little guy. Yeah, yeah, you can really, you can really see him with a pair of sunglasses on, <laughs> just really getting into it. But he has a, he has a cover of um, My Sherry Amore with Adam Levine, and it is one of <laughs> nice. the funniest Whoa. things dope. I've ever heard. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's awesome. I recommend everyone look it up. Shout out to the both of them, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder who the experience was better for. Uh, yeah. Like, finally like finally giving Adam Levine a break. <laughs> exactly. He needs it. Oscar noms, I just wrote none. Um, Zero. Zero, which is kind of crazy. I feel like this would be... Pretty surprising. I, I think this is like you know, uh, they would eat this up at like as like a best picture nom at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I I was like best adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is one they they usually just throw out there. Um. <laughs> Willy nilly. Willy nilly. They'll give that to anyone. <laughs> was Sh- I mean it's probably Schindler's List that one right? Best adapted screenplay. Do you have that or do you not? Do you not? I give me one second. I I would I, I would imagine because I know it they sure, cleaned up that year. It sure was. Yeah. But Age of Innocence, Shadowlands, Remains of the Day, and then In the Name of the Father were the other nominees. Remains of the Day, that name keeps popping up. I'm not sure what it is. Um, the, the first note I wrote is "Ooh, Pittsburgh Pirates." Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh. The first note I wrote was, ooh, hell yeah, love me some harmonics. Because oh. it starts out with that little uh, quartet. Yeah. Doo-wop. I I really liked the music in this movie. I yeah, it, and it played us out at the end. It was yeah, little, it was uh, nice. Good bookend. It reminded me of the poster for Jersey Boys. <laughs> Not the, yes. <laughs> Not the movie because I sure didn't see it, but the poster. Oh, you haven't seen? You haven't seen? Oh, you're missing out on the that that uh, Clint Eastwood classic. The Clint, um, a Clint Eastwood <laughs> musical? Sign me up. I I did see the musical, and again, yeah. it was jarring when people got shot out of nowhere. <laughs> I also was like eight years old, <laughs> and probably shouldn't have been there. I, I like the I like the music a lot in this movie. Um, the original the original uh, music and then the, the soundtrack as well um, is just uh, it really 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 hits. Um, and it's the all of it's so moody. And when it comes up, it just uh, kind of perfectly fits what's going on on screen. So I, I really enjoy the whole thing there. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought it really emotionally like worked. The only mm-hmm. time I was like took me out of it a little bit was when the Beatles played, but I think yeah. like, that's just such a well known mm-hmm. song that I was like, wait. I think what that is I think on? I think Come Together came out the year after it was like after it was set. Because it was oh, like, uh, like, one of those. yeah, because like, I like when I, I, I really am appreciative when music has rules in movies. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a movie that I was watching recently, uh, Hustlers, has great music rules uh, because that mu- that movie is mostly set in like the early 2000s. Uh, but each era of the 2000s, like uh, you'll either hear like Lord or Usher, like whatever was very prominent. Like I like that type of thing. And this movie has that for the most part, but I think that is like their one big goof that come together came huh. out and like, uh, I think it's, I think the movie's set in 68. So come together came out in like 69 or something like that. Yeah. That's always funny seeing those like, um, on IMDb, like the, the blunders yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. call yeah, the goofs. Mm-hmm. It's probably down there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It did make sense because the kid said in the VO that like when they did the time jump, they're like the Beatles were changing how we listen to music mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah. like, of course they were gonna have a Beatles track in yeah. there. But yeah. Uh, I okay. So here's a a big note I had. <laughs> okay, so after um the guy gets shot in the beginning, mm-hmm. the police get there like round everyone up and then get to his apartment within like a minute it yeah. is wild yeah he walks up the stairs and they're right behind and him, they're there and and they have yeah. already gotten all of these suspects in a lineup mm-hmm. yeah and i was like this is crazy and then at the end uh when they were throwing like the when everything was catching on fire and they were doing that i was like well the police got there 30, in 30 seconds in the beginning. <laughs> Why yeah. is our time so different now? <laughs> in these eight years, the police force has just gotten so slow. It was just yeah. like such a... Because uh, I think... Because it was kind of like like shot in real time. Like of that, like mm-hmm. they're walking up the stairs and he's talking to him. So then there was no time jump for the police to just be like, and we're here. We already know your kid saw it. We know what apartment you're in. And we already have this lineup for him to look at. I was like, that is wild. Well, my thing was just they really force. Like, De Niro's character should be able to to be like, no, fuck off. Like, (laughs) you're not using my kid. You're not using my kid in your investigation. Get out of my house, please. (laughs) He is correct. God, it was so annoying. That was so dangerous to be like, hey, all of these people murderers <laughs> we know right. all of them are bad news you nine point them out look in their look into their eyes right. and sell them out i was like uh. whoa were there no laws in this <laughs> <laughs> we just we had no rules then we had no medicine so we had no why, medicine why have rules? and that's true and i don't even <laughs> there, was, there was no medicine yeah um yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, is there an ambulance here to, like, for this guy? Or are they just like, nah? They had a priest. He was in the back of the cop car ready to, ready to deploy. And that because that's what we need. <laughs> um, in the name of the padre. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But, yeah, that was wild. I, I was, ugh, I, I got so mad. I was like, 
Lorenzo, get these guys out. <laughs> Kick them out. Get out of my house. Oh, I wrote, how did uh, how did De Niro not hear the gunshot and run out to get his kid? Like, he knows he's right there. And then the end of the note is, oh, okay, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it too early. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, he's, he did it. He was just running. Down. He's old. He's running those steps. Yeah. I will say, one of the things I really liked about this movie is, like, the relationship between De Niro and his son. Mm. I thought it was yeah. very sweet. And I thought it was a really, like... Like openly sweet and loving, like father son relationship, which I feel like isn't necessarily common in movies like this, or even sure. like movies set in this time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt like whenever, even when they disagreed, because because even as he got older, C kept hanging out with you know these mobster guys, and uh, he would be like when he would. When he got on the bus and uh, was like, "Dad, why don't you, why don't you get some good music?" and he's like, "This is good music. What do you mean?" and they got in a little spat about it. But then when he gets off the bus, he's like, "I'm, I'm just kidding, Dad. Don't, don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It was very nice to see that they had that. You know, they never meant ill will towards one another, even when they dis- disagreed. Yeah, they have such a uh, um, exactly what you guys are saying. Their their relationship is so. Um genuine and you can not only see it uh um i i picked up on a lot and they transition into doing this it's interesting with um sunny and c later on but early in the movie like you'll see uh um you'll see de niro either telling you know uh Colosuro, um either you know the saddest thing in life is wasted talent or these people aren't here to bother anybody this and that blah 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 and you know see mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see him try to spit that to his friends and they'll just like kind of toss it off because they're just not yeah. built the same. They're just not built like that. Um, so it's interesting to see how his relationship works with his father and then how his relationship when he's like, especially younger, um, how his relationship with his father works with his friends too. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked how at the end they kind of, in the uh, voiceover, they kind of put a pin in the fact that like, mm-hmm these two men ended up raising Clodro. Right. Like, it was it was his dad, but it was also uh, Sonny. Mm-hmm. And they both taught him different things, and, like, he's probably a better man for it because right. he got um, two sides of everything and gets to go figure out his own path now. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Where do you think Sonny, or where do you think C uh, ended up? Did he go to college like he would, like... Uh, Sonny uh, wanted him to, said to get two educations or whatever. Well, it doesn't seem like he was ever in school. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Maybe he didn't get grades. Maybe, Maybe he didn't he get does. good grades, but also, who knows? I don't know. Um, I hope he went to therapy. <laughs> and For sure. For having sure, to watch his like father figure get shot and also mm-hmm. seeing the burned body of all of his friends. Sure. Um, Knowing sure. that he could have been it. one of them. Knowing that he was in that car a mere minutes <laughs> yeah. before. I um maybe he's a therapist. Maybe he dealt with his trauma and now he's a therapist. Yeah. You know what's the, the 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 true answer is that he's an actor. <laughs> that whoa <laughs> Wow. You're right. Yeah. He ended up writing a play. He, I think about he wrote a play life. about his experience and then it sure. got made into a movie and then a musical. <laughs> Wow. Wow, you really 
you really circled back mm-hmm. on that one. That was good. That was good. Um, yeah, I really liked his relationship with Sonny, too, especially at the end. Like, mm-hmm. or I guess throughout Sonny's being like, don't hang out with these idiots. Yeah. And, like, there is yeah. this sort of, like, really sweet, like, nature to their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it felt even more, like, genuine and fatherly as he got older, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, at the beginning, it kind of did feel like he was trying to, like, turn this kid into a mobster. Like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this kid young, and he's going to be, like, a mobster machine. Sure. Or I was going to say killing machine. Killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this kid into a mobster's mobster. Yeah. But by the end, you realize that he just wanted he was like he was looking out for this kid. Maybe because he looked out for him. Yeah. Mm. When he ruined that little kid's like love of uh, baseball <laughs> and Yankees, I was like, "You motherfucker! Mm-hmm. What are you doing?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was pretty um, angry. And then when De Niro came in, and I was like, you know, it's maybe not a great idea to go after this man who you know is dangerous. Sure. And uh, yeah, at this point, you think killed someone for parking space, um, <laughs> but I'm on your side, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about the uh, first person point of view camera work? Liked it. You did. I did like it. Um, I actually, I really liked the camera work throughout. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like interesting and, um. Again, like not play like sure. not not Ma Rainey's, um, <laughs> a, like some of it a lot. I mean, I guess a lot of this movie kind of remind me of Do the Right Thing, um, mm-hmm. but maybe less less stylized. Sure. Uh, but um, like I really like the shot where like the kids were, um, distracting the fruit seller yeah. guy or Phil the, the peddler. Yeah, Phil the peddler, and and like they were you know like singing to the camera. I was like, uh-huh. that's fun. Like I. Um, I really liked those flourishes. Yeah, I, I, I did too. Um, I That's something I really love about this movie because you think about it like this is De Niro's like debut as a director. But like before this, he's worked with like um, like uh, like Scorsese and De Palma, probably a combined at, at least 10, 15 times. Like, like this is like mid '90s form, so he could make like a really flashy movie. Like, I think that like that like that exact scene you're talking about, Courtney, like with the kids like singing to the camera. That's like the that's probably like the most stylized, like like directing thing he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the kind the kind of things like that. But I think with like the subject of the matter of the movie, like if you make it look like Goodfellas, the scenes that you have with like Jane. Uh, outside of the schoolhouse or um, just arguing with a brother. Those don't, those wouldn't feel like they, you know, were on the same level. They would be jokes or they would be harder. They would be harsher. They wouldn't have to, the whole thing wouldn't be as, as lighted as it is. So I really, and even like when they're in the bar and like uh, he's like dragging them out, they have the first person. It's really, really, uh, really cool stuff. I, I love the camera work in this movie. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it like, it comes from like, I would assume like De Niro being such a method actor, like it all does feel like it comes from the character, and I feel like a lot of the camera work enhances like the acting and um, like who the characters are and how they're feeling at that moment. Yeah, and I wonder if it also comes from a little bit of him being like an amateur director, mm. like he's not 
he's maybe not as bound to the rules. Sure. In a way, like he he just, he's just kind of having fun. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a maybe like he's a like, more. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Yeah, like maybe a more polished director would be like, we can't do that. We're gonna have to do it this way. Something like that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I I, I felt like that was. Like, it almost felt like, um, like something more low budget. Like someone, someone with a lower budget would take that risk just because they're, they're, you know, more of an amateur. Um, but it felt it felt good to see it like, with the with the higher budget and the, the really great script and all that. Oh, so the the guy who loses all the time. Um... Mush or whatever. Eddie it, that's, Mush. Yeah. Eddie Mush. That's the real guy from that he's describing. Like they found uh-huh. him in New York and were like, "Do you want to be in this movie?" <laughs> like it's wow. the real guy that he would describe. Always lost. That's funny. And they, he was great. He was great. But they said um, <laughs> the first day, uh, Jazz and, and De Niro were talking, and they were like, "Maybe he's gonna jinx the movie, and we shouldn't have him <laughs> in it." And then the first day, uh, they shot it rained. <laughs> oh my god his first that's dance funny. set his, his, awesome. his bits are in the movie are really really great um and it's, it's yeah he's really funny he's like yeah. uh when they're at the um when they're at the uh racetrack and um when they're down in the basement and everything like that he's just he's giving off really just great great really great lines <laughs> yeah and there's a, i mean i think there's a lot of like people like that like he really was a guy from um like jazz's childhood and mm-hmm. then like the bikers one of the bikers was an actual member of hell's angels and they just had oh, like yeah. real people to make it feel like you know more authentic like a, just from people from the neighborhood like a real mm-hmm. deal type of thing yeah I, I love that that's great yeah and it was actually shot in new york mm-hmm. um it's not yeah. like on the wb lot or something <laughs> right although boy i wish it was <laughs> Um, one of the, oh, why was this, there was a funeral that happened at like 9 p.m. It was like the dead of night and Calodro was like looking out his window at the, oh, it was for the guy. It's for the the guy. The the guy that that got shot. That got shot. But I was wondering, it was very late and I was wondering (laughs) if that was like a cultural thing. Showbiz yeah, I had no idea. Do the thing during the day and then like I didn't real, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, but I don't he was understand. like in bed at night, <laughs> and there was a yeah. funeral going on across the street. I I know this isn't relevant, but we haven't gone off on many tangents yet. <laughs> but I don't, under- one. I don't understand why we have funerals in the morning. Like, yeah, I want my funeral to be at night, like like showbiz <laughs> time and <laughs> like, evening, evening funeral like, and a, a funeral and a and a meal and a dinner. Like, why you have to get it out of the way in the morning? Like, yeah. what do you have to do? Like, <laughs> then you just kind of got to think so about important. it the rest of the day. And then yeah, like, well, it was yeah. like, oh, you want to get out of work? So you're here to do things later. Like, you're not going right. to do things after the funeral. No, I want it to be, like, prime time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that way everyone can drink. And, um, yeah, also open bar at sure. my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Close cask and open bar. Absolutely. Close- oh yeah yeah the only thing That'll that be should be open, open at a funeral is the bar um, <laughs> but yeah i don't understand morning funerals yeah no they're a little, they're a little dicey a little dicey yeah the other like, thing i was confused about was these uh grown men playing the street baseball 
at 4 p.m. Yeah. At 9 a.m. Yeah, I don't have jobs. Do you not have jobs? jobs? No. I yeah, guess they're not working men. They don't have jobs. That's what they say. They've got, they're playing stickball with their right. sons. <laughs> <laughs> while, their, while their wives huh. watch from the uh, watch from atop. <laughs> right. Right. I was kind of shocked at how little um, the mom was in this movie. Yeah. Uh, she was just kind of like, keep the money. We're we're poor. And he was like, no. And then was like, well, that's all you get. Um, mm-hmm. She did that a few times. Yeah. It was like she was just like the devil on his <gasps> well, shoulder. Hold on now. Let's <laughs> think about this for a second. We could use the yeah, money. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. $600 <laughs> yeah. is $600. Yeah. I'm, I'm on her side, I think. Right. It's... <laughs> it's yeah, Go ahead. she's not wrong. No, it, um, it, it's yeah. it's funny because she's like she is in it very rare, and it's like a, a one thing about these like gangster movies, especially. There's always like I guess we get our romantic relationship in C and Jane, but there's always that kind of like romantic dynamic between like the father figure and 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 you know like his woman, and we never even see that with Sonny really at the end. Like at the very end when you know he gets done up we see that woman like on like call the ambulance that's the first time we see that i woman. know and i was like who the I hell thought it was is michelle this? pfeiffer like, who is she that'd be fun <laughs> i thought it was michelle pfeiffer and i was like that's not and then i thought it was kim cattrall and i was like i'm gonna go with it but i don't think that's kim cattrall either it's like samantha. this could be <laughs> this it's actually samantha this is all before this is samantha's uh, this origin is before story. carrie and everyone else moved to yeah before they everyone else moved to new york this is <laughs> Samantha's like it lines up kind of like the time like kind of lines years, up. It's like eighty years old in Sex and the City, which takes place in like two thousand. <laughs> she's exactly. been around. That's she's just character. been chilling. She's just been chilling. That's her whole thing. She's that's her thing. She's dusty and ready. <laughs> that's her block, and it always will be. Yes. Yeah, I was like, who is this woman? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's so because she was so upset, which I guess is fair. She just saw, even if she wasn't Man, like murder. with him, she just saw. She's also shot. She's also deaf at that point. She's yeah. a, she's at least temporarily not hearing things mm. because that gun went off two feet from her sure. head. So she is, she her head is ringing at this point. But yeah, Tyler's really into the like science of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. The next thing I wrote down was um, kids saying the N-word is especially unnerving. Mm-hmm. That was that was uncomfy. <laughs> little, yeah. little Italian boys just <laughs> like, whoa, okay, Jesus. And then especially with their little oh. accents, it's kind of like, oh, but it's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, they're having a good, they're having a, oh. oh they're role playing. Did you hear what fathers. that one said? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like kind of sweet, but it's like, ah, uh, I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to think it is, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but I was trying to think of like other examples um, where it's like as prominent as it is, uh, maybe like in this movie, but I couldn't really think, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with, um, many examples. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard like a 10 year old <laughs> or however old they <laughs> yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were seven, at that point, I guess they were 17, but right. they all looked so young. Mm. Mm. But even before that, the like, like. The one. There was one in yeah. particular that really liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really yeah. liked that word. I love the kid on the bus who was like, like 
upsettingly straight face. Like, it almost seems like it was going to oh, turn yeah. into, like, a horror movie. Like, he was giving nothing away, and then he just flips him sure. off. I was like, good for you. Yeah. I was like, you rock. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things that the kid said was, uh, that uh, younger Calogero said was, um, when he's doing the, um, what is it, when you go to the priest and confession. Tell him, confession. Um, and he's like, your guy's bigger than my guy up there, but my guy's bigger than your guy down here. Um, <laughs> and the priest is like, fair enough. Yeah. You are correct. I like when he yeah. said, I like when he said, I lied about witnessing a murder. It was only once. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But it was only once. And he's yeah. like, okay. And I'm not Catholic, but, but the priest was like five Hail Marys. That doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, that's what he said. He's, like, he's like, for a murder rap? That ain't bad, father. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> when he runs God. out. Yeah. Also, when Sonny is like, "Your name is C," I was like, "Why not Cal?" Mm -hmm. That seems like a Ooh. a much um, that's like a a real nickname. Right. Is Calogero? Is it C A L or is it C O L? It's C A L. C A L. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well then, they Calogero. Yeah, it's kind of spelled like <laughs> when. When um they find the money, uh, that he the parents yeah he said yeah your mother found this behind your drawer. I was like, how? What the fuck was she looking for? Like, <laughs> she in the FBI? Like she had to like she just like taken out all of his drawers. Mean like gotta make sure. <laughs> I just thought that was she's looking she's for snoop him. Yeah, Ugh, she's usually moms. looking behind the drawers, just in case. Stay uh. Stay strapped, you know. Always, <laughs> always be looking always out. Be Even if it's your kid, your kid, you know. <laughs> Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anyone. She learned that a long time ago. The scene with the bikers. I mean, my my only note on it was: imagine going to a bar and saying, "We need some nice cold, cold ones," um, and <laughs> how dumb you'd sound. <laughs> They'd be like, of what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These nice cold ones. Like, do you need, you need cold like, what? Like Miller Lite? Like, I, <laughs> that's always my favorite thing people do in movies because they don't want to see the brand name. So uh -huh. they're like, I'll have a beer, please. <laughs> like, that's like going to a bar and being like, can I, do you serve alcohol here? I'll have one of those. Like, I, I always think that's so funny. I'll have an alcohol. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want a glass of alcohol. <laughs> um, but also, it's like, what were those, like, those guys are idiots. Like, what was their plan? Like, what was the point? Was yeah, the that, so I guess the narration said that they had um, been trashing bars, but they walked into the wrong one. So I guess they mm, were okay. just out to trash the bar. But obviously, like, the Shabippi's not a place you go to fuck up. Like, no, they, you're, that's a place you get learn to get that. fucked up. Yeah, they got they Yeah, got, they really did. <laughs> and that was the most, of, like, the most upsetting scene in the musical. <laughs> so the, the bikers walked in there and I was like, oh no, I know what's going to happen. And oh, here we go. I just got panicked. I was like, oh no. I know this isn't going to end well for anyone. And there was no, and they didn't do any dancing in this one, so it was harder to watch. <laughs> no dance fighting. Yeah, no really, you dance. Know, like that. No choreographed fights. <clears throat> right. <laughs> if if you like 
you know, they're like knights versus ninjas, who would win? You know, samurais versus Vikings, who would win? If you said mobsters versus uh, motorcyclists, I don't know. I don't know. But the they the mo- the mobsters really proved themselves uh, in that fight. Yeah, sure. well, I think mobsters have guns. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, There's a lot and, of butts of but guns. But that not even... A lot of butts of yeah. guns and, like, yeah. baseball bats or other various, like, sticks. They did have the advantage. Home, home field advantage. Yeah, they, they definitely had home, home field advantage. Home field advantage. <laughs> and the bikers just had like like leather and split ends. Yeah, sure. So sure. I would I yeah. would definitely be on. Some and motorcycles, in which... Yeah, we have. Motorcycles they couldn't get to. Yeah, right, right, yeah. But yeah, they really... Uh, they really showed them. And then they had like the kids kick... Uh, one of their ads too. <laughs> yeah, get him, like, get him. Like, have the kid kick his ass, and then the kid's like, <laughs> get him with the baseball bat. And it's just like, this is this is terrible. It's like this is getting really bad. <laughs> like, are we <laughs> just allowing this continue? Was that now? Was that before or after they beat up the the black kids that were just riding around on that their bikes? That was before. That was before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was a tough scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just for no reason. <laughs> when it was the same yeah. kid, right? That. Yeah, that started the yeah. shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, slick. Yeah, because it's there. When he's like, he's like yeah. the one that he like just keeps bringing up. He's like so, like. He's like, oh they're my gonna god! Move into yeah, our they're moving in. And, they're gonna take yeah, over, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. does kind of feel like everyone else is like, "Calm down!" Like, yeah, he, he <laughs> just keeps. <laughs> We're okay. Like, he, I, he keeps I mean, hammering. I guess he keeps maybe. hammering. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're the only one bringing this up, dude. <laughs> yeah, even um, when they're like in the um, when they're in the school and he sees Jane, um, they're like, uh, if you listen to the background audio, he's like, he's like, I keep hearing those fucking doo-wop groups i'm gonna hit him over the fucking head and it's just like this guy's like always on one he's just yeah. ready to like they're in the middle of the schoolhouse and he's just like ready to murder he's ready to get it on he is a one-track mind <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um i wish we had just doo-wop groups singing in the stairwells of my school that would have been oh, they would a lot get, more interesting they would get uh detention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, yes. Yeah, you can't just sing in hallways. No. I don't think you can even just be in hallways in schools anymore. <laughs> yeah, really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You need to you you walk like, on the right side of the hall. Oh, well, because COVID, you can't even like be in schools. Right. Yeah. But before then, I don't know. The uh, the online Zoom do-up groups could work. <laughs> And then you could yeah. just mute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear him. Just put him on mute. Otherwise, this is our classes do up group. If they're distracting you, put them on mute. <laughs> they were the two. C and Jane were very cute at the at the school when when he finally like came up to her. Mm-hmm. That whole and he like walked her home. That first interaction they had yeah. that was very cute. That was very fun. Yeah, their whole um, relationship, how they, like, threaded that through, like, just him, like, always seeing her, and you could tell he was into her, I thought was really sweet. Yeah. I I like when he asks her if she knows how to make sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a bunch of those, like, random lines that um, he, uh, 
they're walking and he's like, so you wait for your brother sometimes? And he, she says, yeah. And he says, that's great. And she's like, what's so great like, about it? it? And he's like, nothing. It's just, you know, it's it's great. Nothing's great about it. It's great. <laughs> it's just, just stuff like that. It's, it's I, I love it too. They're very, it's like very, um, very, it's very nervous. It's very fresh. It's very, uh, it's very cute. Exactly what you said. I love it too. It's, it's a yeah. good dynamic between the two of them. No idea what to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, and then uh, w- when he first sees her, mm-hmm. it's funny because the the music that he had made fun of his dad's music, yeah, kind of plays and like swells in the background as he's like staring at her, and mm-hmm. it kind of becomes like a like a romance music. Oh, and it's so loud! Like it just gets louder <laughs> and louder. Yeah. Tell us, I like, I can't funny. hear what Robert De Niro is saying. I'm assuming it's not important. <laughs> um, but, but then he fucks it up so bad, and I did not think she was going to come back at the end, but she did. <laughs> yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he fucks it up also that her brother lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, they both lied. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I wasn't there. I was, yeah, it's like she's gonna find out. Like, that's just a immediate, dumb lie. Like there's very clear. Yeah, just immediate lie. truth. Not a good lie. Just immediate in that situation when the brother's in the car and he knows the truth. <laughs> well, he at that start... point doesn't know the brother's in the car. Oh, okay. Okay. And she's like, oh yeah, right. and then she catches him. And she's like, well, my brother's in the car, you idiot. <laughs> that's where he was like I was trying to help him it's like well you've changed your story sure because I mean the truth is he was there mm-hmm. and he, sure was. he he got told to do something and he didn't do it he did he was like I'm gonna pin you down but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like hurt you yeah make it a, <laughs> make it look good right <laughs> I'm trying to save you uh when his when they're at the fight at the um the boxing thing yeah the way that um, De Niro and him get like start to fight, like start to argue, felt so like natural. I feel like that is sure. how you have fights with like your, it, just anyone in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, you, you don't want to be with me? Fine. I just, <laughs> oh, we we come here and you immediately like, want to leave. It felt very very natural. Yeah, there wasn't um, so much like back and forth either. It was like a lot of like, like he would say something and then he would you know like she would respond but then like he would kind of just like be quiet and then he would just like keep going at him like dude like everything i've been like trying to teach you and stuff like that so you're it felt supernatural mm-hmm. yeah um I, and then oh sorry go no you go no you go oh, okay mine's uh, like pretty <laughs> irrelevant but at one point de Niro says so i don't have a cadillac and i wrote but not to brag <laughs> <laughs> I did have a Cadillac in college. <laughs> it was a 2005 Cadillac Ooh, DeVille. There you go. Yeah, and it was what, bright red and didn't work. That's what Sonny was rocking. This was a, uh, I think his car was that year. It was a 68, 68 um, um, Cadillac DeVille. Yeah, well, I had one when they were for old people. <laughs> 2005, yeah. A two, yeah, 2005. The 60s. Very good decade for cars. <laughs> Early 2000s. Equally as good. <laughs> if not better. If not better. <laughs> Have you seen the 2004 like Ford Taurus? Like you Ooh. like don't <laughs> don't sleep. As they would say, don't sleep. Uh, don't sleep on it. 
run, don't walk. <laughs> to your nearest uh, used car dealership. <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my notes at the end uh, are just all caps. Oh shit! Mm. Let's go! Oh god! No please! Oh thank fuck! Oh shit! Um, wow. <laughs> The, There's a lot of stuff popped off at the end. A, a lot <laughs> like, happens in the third and, and it never, yeah. it, it really kept me on my toes. I kept writing like, um, uh, towards the end, one of the first things I wrote towards the end was, uh, ah, this is going to be a tragedy. I thought it was going to end in like either Calogero dying. Well, I guess it kind of did in um, Sunny Dying. Sure. But um, at one point I was like, is Calogero going to kill his dad? Oh, God. Uh, you know, is, is is I guess that would have made well, sense for like Yeah. I mean that if, would be if he had like fully a different turned, message, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but <laughs> for sure. Um and then uh, uh, when he gets in the car and they're driving over um to the other neighborhood, I was like, Oh my god, yeah. this is gonna this is gonna go bad. This is gonna go poorly. But okay, so okay, so um Sonny tells him that um, the way to to see if a girl is like good or whatever, mm-hmm. or if you should break up with her on the spot, is if you unlock her door and then like open it for her, and you when you're walking around, if she doesn't unlock it for you, then break up with her. Right. Which is like and that's a hard rule. That's for, a hard and fast rule. Really, really, just steadfast in that belief. Which is better than his friend's rule. Yeah, better than the Mario rule. Where it's <laughs> Which, like, yeah. if she doesn't blow you in yeah, front of a truck you, driver, she's good. Yeah, yeah. if you <laughs> forcefully put her, push her head down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, which is, it was like kind of a cute rule, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, there, what made me laugh about it, she comes back, she's like, my brother lied. I know you didn't hurt him, whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, they, they kiss and whatever. And then she she does it like she oh she passes, she passes the, test. the test in slow mo in slow mo and he great shot he jumps up and like yells and he's like yes and I was like this is so funny because he's like you passed the test now let's go stop this hate crime like <laughs> I was like we don't have time like you can tell her later yeah. <laughs> uh. I was like, this is not what's important right now. And then, <laughs> well, and then he does, he does like, because she, he says, um, you might be one of the greats. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what does that mean? And he's like, we have no time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, now we don't have now time. Now we don't okay. have time. Like, what do you, you had, uh, we don't have time to get into it. Do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you let, had me, all this let time. me perform this little test on her first. <laughs> this is the most important um. thing right now. Yeah. You've also got, it's going to take you like five, 10 minutes to get over there yeah. I mean you've got time to talk in the car <laughs> you have time to talk in the, they're yeah, just they're just silent <laughs> are you sure you don't want to tell me it's like no, 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 no. but what did you mean no, 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 one no. of the greats no time he's like later we're on our way to later. the thing to the it's gonna take us 15 minutes see <laughs> come on <laughs> it's like she doesn't he doesn't even tell her like what they're driving up to it's like ah oh yeah that's cause the he other doesn't thing. know like from yeah. his perspective like her brother's dead probably or like yeah. getting ready to die so like he has no idea that his friends were the one that like you know like you know got bombed down and fucked in the end, but like uh, on top of it he's just like oh yeah we're probably just gonna silently drive to your brother's death here. 
Well, that's the other thing that's funny is he's like, can I have a kiss? And it's like, okay, again, not the time. Like, they're having this, like, moment. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, that's not a kiss. And then he's and then like, all right, really well, my friends are, uh, are killing your friends right now. We should probably go go see Let's if go we can intervene. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that scene, we kind of talked about already, but the scene with, like, the... What is it? Um... Molotov cocktail. Molotov cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was wild and I thought really well shot. Mm-hmm. And um, boy, I, that fire w- must have been real. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It had to have been like uh, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy looking. Yeah, it looked it looked too good. Yeah, and them on fire in the car was wild. Like it was really yeah. like uh, hard to watch almost. For sure. Yeah, and this is what I wrote. The police got there earlier in, in 30 seconds, and they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're still not here. It takes them a minute. Takes them a minute. Oh, and then at the end, there's like a weird, not weird, but Jane is with her brother, and mm-hmm. he's like, I have to leave. And uh, Closure is like, I got to leave. I got to go see Sonny. Yeah. And Jane seems like pissed at him, and that's kind of never resolved. Mm-hmm. She well, she tells him to go, at one point because she sees that like, people are starting yeah, to get mad yeah. at him. But she's like, like, just go, like. Yeah, because it's 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 a it's a little bit because they're starting to come down on her too. Like, um, one of the guys says like, uh, they're like, uh, uh, you know that that Wonder Bread's a little burnt now or whatever, and then they start going in a collage where they're like get out of the neighborhood white boy and then mm-hmm. one of them says and hey, fuck that bitch too or something like that so it's like they're starting yeah. to go in on her now too so it's kind of weird to like um i i i i uh i, I watched it a couple times uh in the and uh, going back to it and her interpretation of it is kind of like she's hurt by like what's going on i, I guess but at the same time she's like uh, it's, a, it's a situation getting to her whatever but it is kind of like there is like no resolve for um, what goes on with Jane. I hope they make it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know yeah. what? I doubt it. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of wish there was some sort of resolution because it it was like, is she mad that he was in that car? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like, because he says like I was almost in that car again. Yeah. They probably should have had that conversation on the drive over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just imagine it like she had no preparation for what was about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just pull up and she sees all this fire and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was that or if it was like getting there sooner, like I didn't, I don't know. I kind of like, I wish there was some sort of resolution. Yeah. But wild that happens the same night that Sonny gets shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it all, the, the latter half of the movie all happens within like a very short period of time like um i think that i want to say like that um from the like the the horse race to like um i guess skipping the funeral because we don't know how long that was but like to at least the sequence to like sonny getting shot it's only like it seems like it's only like three or four days it doesn't seem like it's 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 like that long a period of time because um he meets jane at the school and then they go out the next day 
and then the ne- the movie right. is that next day. So that sequence at least is just a one day jump. And then I think the thing at the bar, uh, De Niro said earlier. He said the thing at the bar yesterday or whatever. So it all seemed like it was very, um, very close in time at the at the end of the movie. Boy, that kid goes through a lot, <laughs> and in a short span of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funeral. Mm-hmm. Is that fucking Joe Pesci? <laughs> that was my reaction. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Who's this?" Um, Joe Pesci, what are you doing here? He's promoting his album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I thought the funeral like. I, yeah, I thought it was interesting how they had, like, everyone's just kind of joking around and not paying attention, and how mm-hmm. he was like, no one will care. Yeah. Um, like, it didn't matter to them. Like, he was just kind of, almost made it seem like he was just a figurehead, there'll be another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, oof, when De Niro comes in and comes to the funeral. Yeah. Oh, man. Boy, is that effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they leave, um, De Niro calls him C. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's like refused to do the whole time, which I was like, oh, that is impactful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the whole funeral scene is really something because very early on you have, like, um, like you said, you have them joking around and, and kind of it being like a lighter atmosphere than you would think. And, um, I, I guess that, you know, you know, it, it's not really clearly depicted in the movie, but like, Sonny is like, one of the boss's guys. He's not like a big, big boss. Um, apparently, mm-hmm. they had plans to shoot like a, a scene with like a, a bigger boss in the movie they just didn't do. But he is like, like so when like Pesci comes in at the end, and he's like, "I'll be taking care of things in the neighborhood now." It kind of is that thing to where we're just rotating in guys because we mm-hmm. don't have time to be sad about like that was the guy, Sonny. Yeah, but like we still have like, um, like Sonny said, like he has to give these guys things in order for them to, to feed themselves and put, you know, food on the, on the table for their family. So Pesci is, is that guy that's going to, you know, he's another, the other guy that has to just come right in there and start giving them things. So it's just a, a really like uh shitty cycle that we see um, Sonny fall to. And it kind of like makes me at least think of the end of the movie, like, uh, the loyalty thing, the availability thing that he was like preaching in the movie. Um, the people around him were kind of like, uh, it's not that they're not, um, not, uh, you know, following in line with it. They are following in line with it. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to, and they're going to give in to the next person in line and everything. So I think it all fits uh, really, really nicely there with the, with the funeral. Yeah, and it's a yeah. very like somber ending, mm-hmm. like especially for this type of film. Like, there's no like. Um, like triumphant, sure. Like end or like, like m- making any of these guys out to be mm-hmm. like heroes or anything or like badasses in any way. Right. And um, yeah, it, it does. It does at the end, like you were saying, like it just is a business. So it's like, well, someone left that position. We have to fill. Mm-hmm. We have to fill it with someone else. Um, yeah. Yeah, and when he does the, he says wasted talent. He does the hand gesture gesture that he yeah. used to like mimic when he was a kid yeah was very sad mm-hmm. <laughs> see you around sonny but and that's the thing it was like 
Sonny doesn't seem like a bad guy to me. Like it feels like he learned he like learned lessons from like his dad from and C. No, or like oh. C learned lessons from his dad and Sonny kind of equally and like sure. he it really was him being in two schools and it's not necessarily like that one was mm-hmm. I mean one was like violent. Um Right. But like I think he did get good things from both, which was interesting because like even I mean it's a pretty generic logline, but even logline being like a, a son is or a father is worried mm-hmm. when a son gets involved <laughs> um, in a mob. It's like well I think he needed like something both both educations right yeah and you see like like I was saying um, earlier like um, an example I think it. Uh, Joe, the, the the kid that he's uh, following around that like owes him money, that owes him the twenty bucks. Oh yeah. Sonny's like. Oh yeah. Sonny's like you like what do you what do you following this kid around for like how much money does he owe? He's like twenty bucks. He's like all right twenty bucks. He's out of your life. You don't have to see him again. He'll never ask you for money again. Like it's it's done. You got off cheap. And it's like that's that's it, man. And he's like, "You're always right, Sonny." And then later on, when they're in the school, he tells that to Slick. Slick's like, "This kid owes me money. He owes me ten dollars." And he's like, well, ten dollars, man. You got off cheap." And then Slick's like, "No, I'm yeah. gonna beat his head in it anyway." So it's like clearly he's like, "You're right, Courtney." He's like getting those. Those are basically essentially his two educations: what he's learning from Sonny, what he's learning from his dad. Um, and he he he. Um, I think he uses that to become. Um, the the best of both of them um uh, what we see at the end but obviously he's not really um at a at a good point we don't really know what's going to go on with his relationship he just lost um a father figure um so it's it's um it's a it's 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 interesting to think of kind of where where the story does go afterwards yeah 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 and i mean like all the like moments where um Sonny is is telling him not to hang out with those guys. Like, mm-hmm. if he wasn't there, it's like his father is really sure. Like that, I guess because he he has a job, <laughs> so he yeah. can't he can't be there. To... <laughs> Again, though, imagine if we had the saxophone storyline, mm-hmm. right. right? Like in the mu- imagine <laughs> if Robert De Niro came in like a weird fever dream eleventh hour number <laughs> and played the saxophone. Because his dream was to be a jazz musician. Plays a track off of one of Joe Pesci's albums. Right. Oh, I wish. I wonder if they'll do a remake. And they'll CGI De Niro to be younger again. You can only hope. You can only hope. You can only hope. And then uh, they end cap it with another uh, doo-wop group mm-hmm. singing some sweet harmonies. And the VO goes... You know, they really, they really do go out on another Bronx tale. Yeah, that made me <laughs> laugh out loud. Um, yeah. This is just another Bronx tale. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I mean, anytime I, I've talked a lot about like how how I don't love voiceover. I think mm-hmm. it fit the tone here. But anytime, especially anytime someone says the name of the movie, like the titular line. I find it to be hilarious, but especially in voiceover, there's something like, yeah, like super cheesy about it. Sure, um, they know they're saying the title in there. <laughs> yeah, they they really the they really you're dig into it. The title, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they really take the space and say, "Hold on, we're getting we're getting somewhere yeah. here." Like this, this was 
a Bronx Tale, and then like, yeah, <laughs> and um, then the music, yeah. Not to put you on the spot, Courtney. Do you have a Do you have an example of like a voiceover that you really dislike? Uh, no, I can't. I mean, I think just in general, but just in I general, you're like, like not about it. Not really, but I also think it's like I'm coming from like a writing standpoint. Sure, and it's like it feels not like really a, like like a lazier kind of. Outlook. Yeah, it kind of feels yeah. like a, a cheap convention. I'm also like. I read screenplays for my job, so I think sure. you, like that. That's where I come from. Yeah. A lot of time, um, like a voiceover when there's like I can't think of any movies with voiceover right now. But when there's like Ten and Bombs, Ten and Bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like Ten and Bombs, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like usually when there's like a purpose to it, like they're actually reading. Like in um, like we talked at length about it in um, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Like where he's reading from his journal and you figure that out later. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like a, a clever way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't mind it as much. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. And this I think is just a like, like a, like a convention of it being a play originally and it, especially a one uh, person show. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this was all his dialogue in the one person show. Right. Where he was like, I grew up in the Bronx. This is what happened. And then he would go into scenes where he played multiple characters. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I think, yeah, I think usually there's just a, um, in terms of writing it, it feels lazy, I guess. Sure. So if I'm reading a screenplay, that's kind of how I, how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then there is also like a, a real cheesiness to it. Yeah. 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 That I don't love. Mm-hmm. But I also, sometimes it works, so who knows, you know? Right. Oh, okay. We're good. Hell yeah. Uh, Courtney, do you want to get into Rotten Reviews? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first one's pretty good. Um, okay. This is uh, Maggie C., January 12th, 2019. Oh, recent. Very recent. Uh, worst De Niro movie of our time. Sure. Just don't. Hashtag keep it moving. One star. <laughs> the hashtag is so good. I love the hashtag because it's like, this isn't going to, you know, lead to anything. That's good. Right. Like, you can't. This isn't Twitter. You're not going to link to it. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to I like that. Hashtag keep it moving. Hashtag keep it moving. Um, One star. One star. Also, yeah. <laughs> also, Maggie C, like, have you seen, like, Little Fockers? <laughs> is he in that? <laughs> he is. He, he must. Is. Yeah. He is that. He is little fucker. He is pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, it's a very nice Christmas movie. Before before the Irishman came out, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then this one, this one's puzzling. But Alex K on June second, two thousand thirteen, said Robert De Niro is my third favorite film actor of all time two stars oh really twisted to i guess he's twist super disappointed he's just super third favorite de niro didn't come and through did he not act did he not i guess he wasn't the tour de force on this one what do you yeah. who do you think his it was a smaller role for his him. uh one and two is oof with de niro being third <laughs> i feel like this guy likes classic question. you know Classic actors. I'm gonna say, um, Jimmy Stewart and Antonio Banderas. 
It's a good combo. It's a I good, mean, it's a good one-two punch there. I mean, he's like not... Stuart, Banderas, De Niro, and fourth Clooney. I mean, I respect that, Alex K. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good list. I mean, yeah, it's... no, and no um, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't like him. Uh, he he also um, you can't. This is an audio podcast, so you can't tell. But um, this this sentence, uh-huh. Robert De Niro is my third favorite ac- film actor all of all time. Film actor too. It's not all caps. It's title capped. Yes, yes. Every every <laughs> every uh, word. The first maybe letter this is, is maybe he meant to link an essay. <gasps> this is a headline. This is a heading. Yeah. <laughs> this is a headline. He meant there was to more link to this essay. story. Yeah, and he forgot. Oh my. And the essay explains why. Why the two stars? And maybe and maybe this is two stars because De Niro used to be one. Mm. His movie <gasps> knocked him to third. Wow. He was number one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a good. That's good. You're really detectivizing this. <laughs> you're really on it tonight. You, you, I feel like it's <laughs> it's like a it's like a textual analysis. Like I'm like sure. doing yeah. fucking SATs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Using those context clues. Using context they taught us. clues. <laughs> and now I have to read the long one, and I. <laughs> it is long. It is long. And I, I mean, we cut it out of the one episode, but there was one episode where I had to read it like five times because I kept messing up. <laughs> but no, you've, you, you're, you've prepared since, for this. And since then, it's been um, a source of anxiety. Um, <laughs> but so with that big, uh, you know, preface caveat. on it. Yeah, big caveat. Yeah. Here it is. Just when you thought you'd OD'd on movies about Goombas and Goodfellas, in the old neighborhood, along comes a Bronx tale, a deliciously well-observed memory piece about growing up in the 60s that marks the vital debut of director Robert De Niro. Sure, there are echoes of Scorsese, but De Niro and writer Chaz Palmin- Oh, fuck. Palminteri. You know. Um, put a fresh spin on their story of a young boy growing up Torn between two patriarchs, his real dad, De Niro, a hardworking bus driver who wants to save his son from the temptations of the street. It's a generous movie teeming with great neighborhood characters like Eddie Mush, who never placed a bet he didn't lose, and with a dynamite selection of 60s music, both funny and brutal, and only at the very end a little too melodramatic for its own good. Uh, Palminteri's screenplay views the radical social changes of the 60s through the prism of a patriarchal society frozen in its ways wonderfully acted by a seamless mix of pros and amateurs this pungent bittersweet sweet movie lets us taste the flavors of a warm and dangerous time and place it's david anzin from newsweek and that came out when the movie came out yeah thanks david thanks david i i agree i appreciate you shout out to david yeah (laughs) wherever he is Whatever he's up to. Whatever he's up to. Maybe he's still at Newsweek. Maybe he's still killing it over yeah. there on their film team. Maybe. On their film beat. Um, But now, Courtney, would you like to go first? Or... No, you go first. I'll go first? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, we'll go with, uh, we'll go in ascending order of how much uh, experience we have with the movie. So I'm the first timer, never okay. seen the musical, never seen it. And you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, once, uh, Playhouse is back on, on the um, or back in the swing of things. I'll right. pop a ticket. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. Um, I thought it it had the like it felt like a mobster movie, mm-hmm. like it had all the all the ingredients there. Um, 
but something about it uh, felt a little. And you said it earlier, Chase. Like it felt lighter. Like it felt more lighthearted than. And I think maybe some of that comes from it being told by a child, sure. essentially, or from the from a child's perspective. But um, I I really I really enjoyed that aspect of it specifically because it didn't feel like you know just a copy of Goodfellas or any other of the like classic gangster movies and um i uh i thought the story especially finding out that it's a true story is is pretty wild um because it is a it is a unique kind of path you know like either either you do get involved with you know the gangsters or or you don't and this kind of it was a story about someone who learned from both but maybe just treaded their own their own path and i thought that was super interesting and a and like a different take um it also shined the the mobsters in a different light and i thought that was cool um but yeah uh hmm how many would i give it i would give it probably like a like an 8 8 out of 10 oscars how about you, Courtney? Um, yeah, I'm also gonna give it eight. Okay. Um, which I which is was what I was thinking before you said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was it was like um, like a, a like mobster movie that was actually like fun to watch. It didn't. I think it didn't take itself too seriously, and like I like allowed moments of like levity, which was fun. Um. Really, like, the only thing I didn't like about it, I did think it was a little, like, cheesy, especially towards the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was really well-directed and really well-acted. So, 8 out of 10 Oscars. How about you, Chase? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I, I, yeah, I, obviously, I really enjoy this movie. Um, I've seen it plenty of times. I, uh, I, 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 I'm curious, um, and I have been curious about your guys' first watch of this movie um seeing it now at this age um so it's, it's been very interesting to have this conversation with you guys so for me i think that um the, for me the movie doesn't have really too many faults i think that maybe um when we're with the younger version of Colosuro, uh, uh the movie's a little slower um i think that um if anything it could be flashier but i don't think that's really anything against it um but yeah, I just think it's such an authentic movie. Um, for me, I love stuff like this where it's just kind of like I can watch this over and over again. Um, it doesn't really ask too much of you, um, and it, you're right. It's 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 like a after school special kind of gangster movie, uh, kind of like. Uh, so um, it is. Um, it really I think fits into a good mold. I love movies of this era, um, the '90s, and like uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of my favorite movies live inside of this era of the early early to mid 90s so um for me i'm gonna give this yeah nine out of nine out of ten oscars for me um really love this movie um and you know i'm, I'm glad i was able to uh talk about it with you guys today hell yeah yeah see tyler you yeah. don't like movies from the 90s right you're not a 90s <laughs> no. fellow that is not true i um <laughs> no I, I have beef with the early 2000s okay oh, more, more like Okay. Yeah. 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 Eighties yeah. yeah. and nineties, good eras. Early two thousands, no, no, no. 
yeah. I, which is an exaggeration, but <laughs> I always make fun of the early 2000s. Uh, they're very for just being very cringy. Yeah, and, they're very cringy and like they're pretty wa- like ravey. Like, um, yeah. And a lot of the like, if you watch like a Fast and Furious movie or like Ooh, anything speaking like of that, which, have you guys got some Fast and Furious coming up? Um, yeah, are, on the are you a Fast and Furious fan? You can come back. I think we're gonna watch all of them. Oh, I've seen, them. I've seen all of them. So I've never seen um, them at the, at the local movie theater. There, um, they started last weekend with um, Fast, Fast and Furious. Um, oh, really? They're going to be showing every Fast and Furious movie every Friday for the ongoing weeks. Yep. Is that at Regal? Because that's where we're doing it. It's at a. Uh, it's actually a like a mom and pop chain. It's called Golden Star. Oh, okay. Golden yeah. Star Theaters. Nice. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So I'm, I'm at least going to check out a couple, like I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I see Tokyo Drift in theaters. Cause like, why not? Um, Heck yeah. but yeah, I'm excited for Courtney. You've never, you haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any of them, but I feel like I'm going to love them. I think you, cause they're, I mean, like it's, it, there's a big, sh- I'm sure Tyler's told you, like there's a big shift in the, in the tone of the franchise. Like, the, yeah. like at the very early on, you're like, oh, these are like car movies. And then it's like, oh, these are like, uh, these are like kind of heist movies. It's like, oh, these are like family dramas. It's like, it's very, uh, it, it's, it's really cool to see it all go down. I mean, there's eight movies out and then the ninth one's coming up, obviously. Um, well, it seems so to me like, now, like at this movie, the like Fast and Furious gang is like more powerful than the Avengers. Like they have yeah, more, sure, sure, <laughs> right, like, capacity to save the world than Marvel superheroes, and yeah. I think that's really fun. <laughs> yeah, they're doing very Absolutely. superhero uh, level level things in that that trailer. It looks like. Yeah, well, and my my boss got to see it. Oh, really? Early. Cool. He he got to see F nine, and his in the morning meeting today, he said um, his his initial thoughts were it fucking rips. So <laughs> I am. Oh, <laughs> I am so excited. I'm just. Yeah. I'm really. I I'm, I'm down for it. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so glad because because. Fast and Furious Eight is not a, it. It kind of took a dip in a lot of people's opinion, yeah. um, and in mine too. I I thought it was it was good. It was flashy. It was it, the stunts were crazy, but I felt like the story kind of kind of took a, especially coming off of six and seven, which sure. are kind of like the the premier episodes of this saga. Mm-hmm. Um, but to hear that F nine just kind of takes off again, I'm very very oh. pumped. Yeah, and they don't yeah. have to. Speaking of takeoffs, I think they literally are. Going They're gonna fly. Yeah. Oh my so, god! I think that it's, we're I think they were in a good hands with. Uh, it's highly implied. It's highly implied. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like in the trailers. Well, so our plan is to do um, the whole Fast and Furious franchise for the summer. Great. Nice. Yeah. Which over this over the summer over this summer. That's um, awesome. Are you gonna then, Are you gonna try? Are you gonna You're not gonna try to knock them out at once, are you? You're gonna like. Yeah. Multiple episodes. I think, <laughs> I think we're gonna do two an episode. Okay. Two at a time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, not bad. That's not bad. Four episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it would take us a year because we do this every other week. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, Chase. I was uh, yeah. going into it. I think the way I'm gonna do it, I'm I'm gonna wait on Tokyo Drift. Okay. Cause, cause, okay. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I feel. Because the whole timeline mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, makes sense. Could get weird. Yeah. I think it's gonna go one, two. Mm-hmm. Four, five, because four and five are really yeah, they're like, tied together. Mm, they sure are. Plot-wise. Yeah. Six, seven, Tokyo Drift, and eight, yeah. because I think Tokyo, like, I don't think we'll have a lot to say about eight, but mm-hmm. boy, can we get into Tokyo Drift. Yeah, 
yeah, that's like uh, you know that's what I mean? like the machete order for Star Wars. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. I, I think so. I like that. Oh, that's a good idea. And then in October, we're doing Twilight. Are you guys? That's yeah. fun. That's dope. yeah. I think it's gonna be so fun. That's you can come gonna... back if you want. <laughs> That's gonna be great for you guys. You guys are gonna. Be... You guys we're gonna, are gonna get... go from fast. You guys to turn around right into Twilight. Yeah, we're gonna I like it. Twilight for <laughs> for Halloween. Huh. And I think awesome. it's gonna be great. I think you're gonna hate them, Tyler, and and I think it's fair. <laughs> so you but haven't seen those, Tyler? You haven't seen any of right. the, okay. I think it's gonna be very similar. Yeah. Uh, you know, introducing Fast and Furious to her. Sure. And then introducing Twilight to me. I think so. so. That's That sounds like a great dynamic. I'm excited for those. Yeah, and, and <laughs> the way you described Fast and Furious, the Twilight franchise is the opposite. <laughs> Where like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. But oh, man. to see, That's oh, great. it's like they got a bigger budget, but the wigs got worse. It's so good. <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow the wigs and makeup like get worse every movie, and you know they're just getting a better budget. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be delightful. Hmm. Can I ask you guys how you feel about um, Kristen Stewart as an actress? I um, I feel like I always like defend her, uh-huh. but I've never seen her in anything where I thought she was great. Have you not but seen I... Zathora, A Space Adventure? I have not. <laughs> All right, well, add it, oh, add it to the list. Add it to yeah. the list. John, Fav- John Favreau directed. Uh, oh. Tim Robbins is in it for a little bit. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> Heck yeah. But I feel like I hear she's good all the time. But yeah, she's in like sure. French movies that I'm not seeing. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm excited. She's going to be Princess Diana in the new biopic, and I think oh, that'll good. be very interesting. Those, that first picture of her at like in costume mm-hmm. looks weirdly like Diana, like Princess yeah. Diana. Yeah. But I think she's one of those actors who like anything she does, it's just like, oh, it's Kristen Stewart. Like sure. I, I never feel like she's lost. I kind of feel that way about Gwyneth Paltrow too. Okay. I was like, oh, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, but uh, but I also <laughs> neither love nor hate. Just, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, All I right. love Kristen Stewart. You love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and I, I also am yeah. like, she's terrible in Twilight. They're all terrible in Twilight. I think it's the script. Because mm-hmm. I think well, like, that's... her and Robert Pattinson are actually good actors. But sure. this, like, Right. Because he's great, yeah. He's had a real renaissance in the past few years. I mean, he's, Absolutely. he's just done really great things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for him to keep going and, and turn up a little bit. I really am excited for him to play. Bruce Wayne here soon too. Yeah, I think he's gonna kill that. Whoop. He's just uh, yeah. I, 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 I like um, speaking of my name on here. Like seeing him in him, seeing him in a Rover. I was like, oh, he can like do things. He can like <laughs> he's not just like he's not the Twilight guy. Um, right. And then he went on to like you know doing things like Good Time, and then it's just like he's like he just he's not gonna stop. Yeah. Um, so um, I haven't seen Cosmopolis. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's like uh, if that's another good feature for him. But I, I think that he's he's gonna have a, a good. Um, he was even like he even like pretty much carried Tenet in my opinion. Um, yeah, he was. I thought he was maybe the best part of Tenet. Yeah, for me, like for the sure. most charismatic, I guess, in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he's 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 though I love very John pleasant. David. Just yeah, wait till you see Twilight, because charismatic is not a word <laughs> I would use to describe. <laughs> Well, so that's my thing is like as someone who's never seen Twilight, yeah, I have opinions about Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, right. but it's exclusively 
not from seeing those movies. It's from seeing everything else mm-hmm. they've been in. Yeah. Well, not everything, but like the other. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen their whole the other, <laughs> their filmography except for Twilight. Yeah. No. Um. But so yeah, I I've always liked Kristen Stewart in the things that I've seen her in. Cool. She is like she's always Kristen. She's Stewart. very specific. Yeah. Yeah. To a degree. Mm-hmm. But when you get her in the right role, like like Catch That Kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, a wonderful movie. Uh, yeah, that's when they're robbing uh, the bank, did. right? That is and when they're robbing the bank. Yeah. They're in go karts. They sure are. <laughs> they 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 uh, they 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 rob a uh, very uh, prestigious bank while the owner uh, oh, and the, and the security of the name. bank are inside. And the, yeah, the, the 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 code is her name to get inside yeah, of the yeah. vault. So it's very it's a very sweet motion <laughs> picture. Um, shout out to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. for oh. figuring that one out with Corbin Blue and, and Cor- I was and, gonna say Corbin Blue's in it. <laughs> yeah. um, another Kristen Stewart flick, uh, uh, Panic Room. Sure, shout out to Jodie sure. Foster and sure. David Fincher. Again, when is someone gonna give those two a break? But <laughs> we, I worked with um, like high schoolers, like in a screenwriting yeah. um, class, sort of thing. And, and one of the things is we read the like first thirty pages of Panic Room. Cool. And they were so, they were like, what the hell is going on? Like, they were not into it. It was a bunch of 14-year-olds. They were like, "I what uh-huh. is this? And we were like, you know, the little girl in this is uh, Kristen Stewart from Twilight. And they lost their minds. No way. <laughs> it was <The> wonderful. <laughs> wow. Uh. Um, did anyone see Underwater? Ooh, no, but I read the script. I had to do coverage on the script for a class before mm. the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So we like we read it a few months before the movie came out. And it's one of the worst scripts. I read scripts by amateurs. This was a script that was produced. It was one of the worst I've ever read. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I heard it was terrible, but mm-hmm. I heard Kristen Stewart is kind of like the best part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if there's any shining light in that movie, it's Kristen Stewart's performance. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I was very close to seeing it. That movie was out and um, The Turning was out at the same time. And her co-star of The Turning is in, they're in Happiest Season together. And I was on uh, set for that for a couple of days. Um, and of I was like Season? Of Happiest Season, yeah. Uh, oh, when they awesome. were shooting in Lawrenceville. And yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to, like, the, both of these movies are out. I'm going to make sure I see both of their movies. So in case <laughs> one of them walked by, I could say, hey, I saw Underwater. Or, hey, I saw The Turning. And I'm not lying Who was in it. The Turning? Um, I forget. I really, I forget, I'm forgetting the actress's name. Um, but she was also in Terminator. Uh, she's in the most recent Terminator, Dark Fate. Um, she's very Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mackenzie Davis. Big that eyes. sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Kind of the yeah. sort of the main character. Well, no, Kristen Stewart's the main character of uh, Happiest Season. But, but I like, guess like in Happiest Season, that was girlfriend. that was one where it was like, oh, it's just Kristen Stewart. Like, mm. right? Yeah, that one is like... definitely. It's just Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but I'm, that's okay. I'm still getting ads for Happiest Season on Hulu. Really? Yeah, they wow. they're, they're probably pumping that up. It's like it's not Christmas. Yeah. It's Dan Levy. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's Dan probably Levy. it too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, we've come. To I think the we end. did it. Yeah, yeah, I think we nailed it. Um, <laughs> the end of the podcast. Nice. Oh yeah. Chase, do you have uh, anything you want to promote? Are you? I know, of course, uh, your podcast and stuff, but uh, anything specific? Uh, yeah. If you uh, just check out youtubecom slash plentyofseats, you can find all our stuff there. We do uh, 
we do a bunch of different stuff um and we're adding on some some new shows and doing some other cool um things over there so we got a good uh we got a small group of people over there uh making content but it's cool um and you know we're always looking to do new things with new people so um i would it's it's a pretty fresh place um for i think i think a lot of good content uh, a lot of it's entertainment based um but like for example we have someone joining us with a new show that's gonna kind of take a lifestyle look at things and and go that route so it's interesting uh what we're kind of going on we're kind of building over there so yeah check out youtube.com slash plenty of seats you could find me and and some friends over there making some stuff that's awesome yeah that's so cool i would i would <laughs> recommend watching the uh Movie trivia. It's very funny. Watch some, watch some movie trivia. I will say, I will just say, since we're at the end of the end of the show here, uh, there was a. Uh, so I'll, 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 I, haven't, I don't think I've told Courtney what the actual issue was. So we write a lot of questions for this movie trivia game that we have. There's usually like 120 or so questions in a document. We don't ask that many, but we have to make sure there's that many in a document. So we don't always if we ask a question we don't always write new questions we kind of just write around and 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 you think of new stuff so like if i would say um who um who uh directed um you know who directed jaws uh you know steven spielberg would be the answer but i'll say well, who directed this 19 uh, or uh, what 1970s movie did uh, spielberg direct about sharks you know like so that's how we would kind of change it up so courtney unfortunately got right. asked a question about holes um that i think had something to do with john voight each time <laughs> but it was kind of just like a no, different were... john voight question maybe it was like very specific to like yeah. this what is the name of this random character in holes <laughs> yeah, yeah and it yeah. occurred twice and it was with she's been on our podcast but emma and we both were like yeah. I, I haven't seen holes in like 10 years, like 15 years. I have no idea any of the characters' names. And it was too. You didn't remember Zero? How dare you? Is that a person? I don't know. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and yeah. we lost because of that question. You, lost, you literally lost because of that question. But uh, I it was the only time we yeah. were close to winning. I wasn't there the first time you. Because Evan ran. Um, Evan right. ran your episode alone the first time, so I didn't know they had been asked a question already, and it was in there. And they had, they legitimately lost because of that, and I I thought, yeah, Courtney's never, <laughs> she will never participate again. She'll never come back. But we're gonna get Courtney back to the cheap well, seats. and and Emma and I did lose our minds when that whole question came up. <laughs> I would have too. I would have I would have protested. I would. We very sure. openly were like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> like we didn't even think of what the answer was. We just like bullied them for giving us another holes question. True. <laughs> but anyway, it's very fun. Would love to come. Would love to come back. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll have to get Evan on this podcast. Yeah, um, you would love it. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. And one of your movies was um on your list was the Social Network, which we're saving for oh our hundredth episode because it's my favorite movie. Oh, awesome! You, <laughs> so you absolutely. can come back. Yeah, I I uh, I love that's one of my favorites too. Um, I that movie means uh lot to me that's like one of the that's like when i started like trying to turn on my senses for movies when i saw that in theaters for the first time so that's a really cool movie i'm glad you like that one a lot too dope Ooh, best movie made in the last 20 years whoa i wouldn't clean. i wouldn't yeah, yeah that and like yeah that's that's way up that's way up there for me um 
the last movie that I think we've talked about this one before too, Courtney. Like, I haven't seen a movie that's like affected me, like a newer movie that's affected me since I saw Little Women. Like that movie, like fucked me up, kind of like a little bit. Like I really enjoyed. I love, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I I saw, I cried yeah. twice Say, yeah. when I saw it. It was like fucking like it like tore me up. I don't know. I've talked about it on this podcast, but I saw it in Hermitage. Oh yeah, um, and alone, and <laughs> there was like six children in the theater, oh, and yeah. I sobbed loudly for like <laughs> an hour. <laughs> And then I ran out because I was like, I'm definitely going to see someone I know. It's very clear that I've been crying. Yeah. And it was, and I was like, I don't want to have to face any of these kids. <laughs> right, right, right. Kids are mean, man. Kids are, are here bullying me for crying. They would definitely make fun of you for crying. They would definitely make fun of you for crying. <laughs> and it was, I was crying loudly for like a long time. <laughs> I think that's fair. It's, very good, guys, yeah. it's a sad movie. It is. Guys, it's, it it's is. an emotional it, yeah, movie. It hit, it hit a nerve. I got, I got, I got, I was done up when Beth got her piano. That was it for me. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> Chase, where uh, where can people find you on uh, the social medias? Uh, at got... Brown Chase. Um, and that's my name. So. <laughs> um, I, I, I go through very awkward phases sometimes with, uh, explaining that to people, wh why my name is Brown Chase. They're like, oh, that's kind of funny. It's like, eh, it's not, it's my name. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, at Brown Chase on pretty much all the things. If you're looking, if you're looking to find, um, me just, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll direct you to me. Awesome. Uh, Courtney is at Court L. Hull. Uh, that is also her name, which makes a lot of sense. Um. Yep. I am at Tyler's New Groove on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow the podcast, we are at Film Schooled FM on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Mm. TikTok, we've been using, trying to promote things, mm -hmm. trying to get on people's For You pages. It is sort of working. Okay. Kind of. We're just, we're just looking for one to, like, propel us, you know? Just just one, only one of them has to blow up. That's all you need. You know, on, on people's For You page. That's all you need. So we're we're getting there, and we're using we're using we're getting into the backlog now. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. One popped up on my see. for you page today. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. That's all for now. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, I don't. Next episode might be a Fast and Furious. We might have it's to too, get it's this too ball fu rolling. Furious to summer. <laughs> Too too su much too summer. Too hot. Too, too hot. Too summer. <laughs> too hot. Too summer. <laughs> too um. God, there was oh, <laughs> there was something we said last week while I was editing that like cracked me up. God, God <laughs> like, we're funny. One of the God, we're so funny. <laughs> one one of the iterations was that we said last week was really, really great. Well, now you um, have to listen to the episode. <laughs> well, I'll have to go back and we can officially name our podcast that. Okay. But uh, yeah. So maybe Fast and Furious next week. Who knows? Maybe. No one listens to Maybe. this part of the episode anyway. That's all right. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. Do you have the analytics for that? Right. You know <laughs> just, for sure? They just I drop just, off. I, the... I just, just doubt no off. one makes it this far. <laughs> they they listen to the rotten reviews, and then once we get into like our opinions, that just 
Just yeah. like a cliffside. <laughs> they don't want to hear what we think. Also, but this has been one of the most uh, focused episodes we've had in a long yeah, time. Yeah, we were really on top of things. We actually had things to say, which hasn't been the case for Paddington or a lot a of the while. Oscar movies. <laughs> we just talked about it. We didn't like it. Oscar crop was a little rough this year, yeah. Ooh, Mank was bad. <laughs> Mank was not. Mank was, uh, yeah, Mank was certainly a motion picture. It definitely passed <laughs> Mank uh, was a movie. all the rules for a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sights and sounds. Yeah. Got that far. Clearly. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for yeah. doing it. Thank you so much. This was so fun. This was, I feel like this was one of our most like analytical episodes. Yeah, we part. actually like said things like about yeah, we movies. got into it. It's awesome. All right. And, and cut. Cut. Perfect. I got it. I got it. Nailed, Nailed it. Nailed it. Awesome. <laughs>